Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Season 2, Episode 7, Setting Boundaries with Toxic People, Part 2. Okay, I'm re-recording this. Not that you need to know that, but I actually wrote this podcast. It was boring. It was extremely boring and I couldn't handle it. So I thought, you know what? I need to just say this exactly how I feel it, even if it's not very technical. So we're setting boundaries with in-laws and I feel like the most important thing to tell you is, girlfriend, I love you and you are important. And when you start seeing yourself as important and wise and beautiful and important and worth taking care of and special, then you stop putting up with other people's crap. Boundaries are hard for you when you don't believe that you're worth setting up boundaries for. This is why it's easy to unapologetically tell someone not to feed your kid bread because he's allergic to gluten. You don't even question it. You love your kid. And so, of course, you're going to say, hey, he's got an allergy to gluten. You're not thinking in your head, oh, no, am I going to say something? Like, what if she's offended? What if she only has bread? What if she stayed up all night and she made cupcakes and they're amazing and she has no other options and she'll be totally upset? Or what if she doesn't believe me? No, you love your kid without question. And so you walk in. You're going to keep him safe because you're a mother. You walk in knowing that nobody else is going to fight for your kid. Nobody else is going to show up and advocate for his needs. So you say, hi, thanks for having us. I'm letting you know that my kid has a gluten allergy. So make sure you check all the foods that you feed him so that he's not getting any gluten. Thanks. Have a great time. You're awesome. So easy. No questions. But when it comes to you and what's good for you and your soul and your heart and your nerves and your body, you're like, oh, no, it's fine. I can handle it. She's not that bad. I can do it for a little while. It's not all the time. It's just sometimes. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want anybody to get upset or offended. It's easier to be quiet and just go along with it than to say something. No. What if you said, I have an intolerance for manipulation and emotional abuse. I don't put up with it. So if you're going to bring that in my house, it's not going to end well. I will ask you to leave. Thank you and goodbye. I mean, it would be really nice if we didn't even have to deal with these people in our lives. Like, of course, we want to just be surrounded by people who think that we're amazing and magical and they treat us with respect and honesty and consideration and kindness. Of course, we want that. But this is a fact of life that you cannot hide forever and you don't want to. You will at one point be confronted with someone who does not honor who you are and doesn't respect you. For sure, this is going to happen, whether it's the guy tailing you in your car or your boss who expects you to stay late every single night. Certain people are just unavoidable. And wouldn't you rather just be able to go wherever you want to and have the job that you want to and spend time around whoever you want to be around without having to feel like you have to shut yourself down or be disrespected? Wouldn't you rather do that than have to just hide from them or shut them out of your life? What I want to teach you is how to be anti-fragile, how to be 
unbreakable. And at the same time, you can still set healthy boundaries around what we will and won't allow people to do in our lives. So let me get this very clear. Boundaries are not about controlling other people's behavior. That doesn't work. We're not setting boundaries so other people can change. We're setting them because we are letting the world know, here's what you can expect from me when you treat me like this. Sometimes we say them out loud and sometimes we don't. Sometimes you have to say them out loud to honor your inner self. And sometimes you can quietly, graciously walk away from a relationship without saying a single thing. I'm going to leave that up to you. And I'm going to strongly urge you to decide right now that you can trust yourself. You know what you're doing. You know what's right. You can change your mind if things change or if you decide to give them another chance. So listen, sometimes we can get in these conversations where we're, quote, setting boundaries, but we leave the conversation feeling gaslighted and two steps behind where we were. And the other person is in complete control and we'll feel even more awful about who we are. Because people who push boundaries and have to be told what's appropriate and not appropriate are usually the same people who are not going to listen to you and they're going to tell you that you're crazy and they'll try to convince you that you're the one who has the problem. So here's what a powerful conversation might look like with yourself. This is the conversation that you need to have before you ever set a boundary. Okay. Hi, self. It has been a while since I sat down and talked with you. And since I checked in with you to see how you're feeling, how are you doing? What can I do to better take care of you? And trust me, yourself, if you ask yourself, it will tell you what it's missing and how you've been neglecting it. You might just want to say, I'm really sorry that I neglected you. You're neglect you were neglected by me, and I'm sorry. I was trying too hard to take care of other people and their emotions. I'm sorry for telling you that your needs weren't important and that everyone else's happiness came first. From now on, things are going to be different because now I'm taking my own happiness into my own hands. You deserve to feel safe. You deserve to have room to breathe and to feel at peace and free to live the life that you want to live. You deserve it. You are good. You are kind. And you still might get this wrong. And that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to set boundaries. Even if you do it really messy and it's hard and you don't know how to do it right, I trust you to do it anyway. I have allowed you to be hurt for far too long. You never deserved that. I promise to give you space. I promise to help you heal. You're a grown-up. You're smart. You know what you need and what you don't. I will stand up for you. I will fight for you. I will love you and put your needs ahead of other people's wants. Now, this is going to have to be a conversation that you have over and over again, all the time with yourself, because you've got to practice treating yourself like a person who deserves respect. Because if you respect yourself, then when somebody else doesn't respect you, it's just like mildly annoying. Like, Okay, that's fine. I know I deserve respect, so it honestly doesn't matter what they think about me. So from that place, 
Here's what a conversation with another person might look like when you're establishing a boundary. Hi, mom. I know we have a long history together, and I'm so grateful to have you as my mom. We're having this conversation today because of the way I feel when I'm around you. It has become too much for me to handle. The stress and the anxiety is at a really unhealthy level. I'm going to be spending less and less time with you because I need some time to heal. And when I'm ready to reestablish more contact, things are going to be different. I've allowed myself to be treated this way by you for a long time. But from now on, if you criticize me, if you call me names or belittle me, I will ask you to leave or I will leave because I don't deserve this. I deserve more than this. I have made excuses for you for a long time, but the excuses didn't help you. They only hurt me more. I know you may disagree with what I'm saying, and that's okay. I don't need you to agree, and I'm not asking you to. This isn't a discussion. It's only a notice to you that things are changing. I love you. Goodbye. Sometimes you want to know that you're setting up the right boundary. So you can ask the question, if somebody else did the things that this person does, would it be appropriate? So for instance, my mother-in-law used to bring tons of sugar to my house and it really annoyed me. But if I asked myself, would it bother me if my grandma, who's like my favorite person, would brought a ton of sugar to my kids, it wouldn't bother me in the same way. I might still say something and like manage their sugar intake, but I wouldn't be upset and I probably wouldn't say the same thing. So if you ask yourself, if anybody else did this, would be would it be appropriate? If it's some kind of emotional or physical abuse, the answer is obviously going to be absolutely not. In that case, if it's a no, you probably need a boundary. If the answer is yes, ask yourself, why does it bother me when this specific person does this? Where is that coming from? What am I making it mean about myself? Do I have a history with this person? And then get some coaching on it. So once you've set the boundary around a person who is emotionally or verbally abusive, the most important part is to keep the boundary. You don't have to explain yourself every time, but you do have to do the thing that you said you were going to do. Walk out of the room. Call the police. Don't answer the door or the phone. Stop paying the person's bills. Stop letting them babysit. Whatever the boundary is that you set up, which was, if you do this, I will do this. If this happens, this is what's going to happen. This is the only way that a boundary is enforced, is on your side, not on theirs. Otherwise, you're basically just complaining about their behavior and hoping that they will do the hard thing and change, which we obviously know that they won't. Because change is hard and it's going to be hard no matter what, whether you're doing it or they're doing it. But it's even harder if it's their behavior that you are trying to get them to change. It's a hundred times harder. So it's got to be you. You've got to take the action. That is good news because now you have all the power over this situation. You've got to stop allowing the behavior. So this is just a quick episode and there will be another one after this for handling people that you don't feel like you need boundaries with but you're wondering if you might or they just really bug you, okay? So here are some quick tips when it comes to boundaries. One, the person you're setting a boundary with does not get a say in the boundary. It is not up to them 
to decide what is appropriate, what is hurtful, or what you can handle, or what you're going to do about it. That is your job. Trust yourself. Number two, nobody else has to agree with you. Not your husband, not your kids, not your mom, not your dad, not your best friend, not your neighbor across the street. Nobody has to agree with the way that you're handling the situation. You are the only one who gets to decide. It's nice when somebody else agrees with us because it feels validating. It feels like you're allowed to believe, oh, maybe I'm doing this right. Maybe this is the right choice. But you do not need that. You get to ask yourself, is this the right choice? Because you're the one who has the most information here. You don't need them to agree with you for you to believe that it's the right decision. Number three, the person you're setting a boundary with will be upset or mad or offended or frustrated. And that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong here. Don't expect them to understand. I promise they don't understand. Don't expect them to change. I promise they won't. (laughs) Don't expect that if you just kind of lightly bring it up, they'll just kind of get the hint and then they'll stop or it will get us a little bit better. They don't need to be clear about your boundary. They don't need to completely understand it. And when they don't get it and they get upset, you let them be upset. It is not dangerous to you for them to be upset unless it actually is. And then you have permission to run, right? You'll know what's actually dangerous if it's physically dangerous. But them just crying or saying words or complaining or whining or telling you how hurt they are, that's not dangerous to you. It will feel dangerous in your gut. And I'll talk about that next or number five. But you have to give them back the responsibility for their own feelings they will figure out how to deal with their own feelings, okay? Number four, it is possible to set boundaries from a place of love. Love for them and love for yourself. You can love people who don't treat you kindly. Boundaries are what we do for relationships where we do love somebody, where we want to have a relationship with them, but we want to let them know that it's not okay for them to treat us like this, okay? You can love people who don't, don't treat you kindly or the way that you want to be treated. There's nothing wrong with that. You can understand where they're coming from and have empathy for them and still set up a healthy boundary around what you allow them to do to you or say to you. Many people who violate these like innate boundaries that we just kind of assume everybody knows, like you don't barge in, you don't call people names, you don't hit people. People who violate those in the first place, have probably had traumatic childhoods and they're using their methods of communication as a coping mechanism or protection. They likely could use some help. But letting them cross boundaries constantly is not helping them. It's enabling them. It's telling them that they're doing a great job and that they've figured out how to function like a normal human being. We don't want to tell them that. We want to allow them to figure out that when you treat people a certain way, this is what happens. People feel bad. They don't want to be around you. This is a good lesson for them to learn. It's not your job to teach this lesson. It's just your job to enforce the boundary. So number five, you will feel terrified in the moment that you're standing up for yourself. Your brain will go on high alert. Alert, alert, this is dangerous. Do not hurt or offend this person. 
it's okay. Your nervous system is working great. Keep going. Do it scared. Do it nervous. Remind yourself lovingly that you're not going to die, that you have your own back, that you are going to keep yourself safe and healthy, and that you're doing this out of love. Remind it yourself that even if you feel scared, it's safe. It's safe to speak up. It's safe to set boundaries. You know how to keep yourself safe. Remind yourself that you can trust you, okay? If someone starts hitting you, <laughs> you hit them back or you run. You know how to keep yourself safe. You can also leave any conversation that you don't feel comfortable with. But just because it feels uncomfortable doesn't mean that we should stop trying to set the boundary. You're, you might have kind of a little bit of a panic attack. You might get extremely anxious and start sweating and start shaking a little bit. It's okay. Your body's in a, in a nervous system response where it's in fight or flight or one of the other responses. That's totally normal. And you can still move forward, okay? Okay, this is part two. Part three is coming tomorrow. I am excited for you guys to get these episodes before Thanksgiving so that you can actually have a really good holiday and feel like it's very successful. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, it's me, Nicole. If you want to get behind the scenes of the one and only Thought Boss, that's me, come and stalk me on Instagram. I'm at Thought Boss Coaching. Or if you're ready to finally ditch imposter syndrome and anxiety and start changing the world like you know you were born to, your dreams are literally one phone call away. To sign up for a free consultation, just head to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram and send me a message.